Hi, and welcome to Going Within is the new Going Out. It's your mindset coach, Carol Ann Reed here, and together in this podcast, we're going to be tuning out from the outside world and deep diving within. Because after all, that's where the magic happens. In today's episode, we're going to be talking about why your friends and family just aren't your biggest cheerleaders. How to actually navigate through and find and work with the people that are your cheerleaders, that really want the success, health, happiness, fulfillment for you. So it's a funny one, isn't it, this topic? But when you finally discover that thing that sets your soul on fire, If we're going to talk about business, when you finally discover that path and you want to grab that megaphone and yodel about it from the nearest rooftop, it feels new. It's exciting. It's like an exhilarating new door's been opened for you. You just know that your life is on the brink of changing for the better and it's this excitement inside that you could burst. Or maybe you're nervous, maybe you're apprehensive, maybe you're seeking, you you want some words of wisdom from your friends, from your family. And let's be honest, it only feels right to want to share the good stuff with your nearest and dearest. Friends, families, neighbours, postmen, pretty much anyone and anything that has ears and is willing to listen, right? You want to share that with them because you care and you know they love you, you know they've got your back, they have done for through other things in life. But the reality is that you're kind of quickly slapped in the face with the fact that it almost sometimes feels like they don't care. They don't get it. They try to even talk you out of it. They're negative. They give you a million different reasons why you shouldn't ever be going down that route because X, Y, Z. And all of a sudden, It's not even like they've tried to put on a smile and kind of humour you as you gush about your newfound passion project or business or relationship. This can come in so many different areas. Health, if all of a sudden you've found this great new PT or product or you've found this way of basically making your life even better, it's as if they suddenly morph into this pessimistic life professor or business expert that's got nothing remotely to say that's good on the matter, insisting that they point out all the potential hazardous and dangerous things that not you may, but you will face on this new and now what probably seems quite impossible journey you've pretty much get your parade well and truly pissed all over and you're left with a million reasons why it's not going to work hurdling around your mind. Now, I've personally heard a few caucus myself and you're no doubt sat here reflecting now like, oh my gosh, yes. And here's some of the ones that I had when I first started out in business. Well, do you know that if you earn more money, you'll actually end up in the next tax bracket? Then you're screwed. Uh, What goes up must come down. Just because it worked for them doesn't mean it'll work for you. You'll end up brainwashed with all that mindset stuff. Honestly, that was one I heard. Good things can't last forever. And I'm sure you've got a pocket full of ones that you've no doubt heard yourself. Sometimes it's just the dreaded silence. It's the look of they don't even know what to say. And I mean, for me personally, I've always been a very multi-passionate and person and had a very strong interest from business to startups from a really young age. I mean, at the age of seven, I was creating 
weekly magic shows for my family, for neighbours, and I was even charging them an admission fee. And that was after I'd insisted that my mum bought biscuits for me to sell in the interval. So I charged them on the way in and then charge everyone 20p for a biscuit. Like now, I'm like, freaking genius. I was very entrepreneurial from a young age. In fact, on this, I think one of the craziest things that I did for money as a kid was my next door neighbor had this driveway that was almost like cobbles. Imagine this huge driveway. And between each cobble, there was moss. And I offered, because I used to say, have you got any jobs for me? And I offered to pick out, and I had a trowel, but I found that my fingers would just work better. And I picked out all this moss from this whole cobbled driveway. It took me an entire weekend for about 50p. <laughs> but you know what? The pride I had when I walked into the shop and bought my cream egg, and probably for 50p back then, got a can of something, a pick a mix, freaking magazine, <laughs> all of that. You know how it was back in the day. So I've always kind of had this sprited entrepreneurial spirit from a young age. But it's funny because back then it was always supported. And like, I'm not just on about my friends and family here. I really want you to know that. This is, again, the, these are the things that I hear when I used to ask questions in our community group. And I'd say like, what are your biggest struggles? This would come up often. Why doesn't my best friend support me? Why are they trying to talk me out of it? I've just started this new relationship. I'm so happy yet. My mum's just told me that I should be careful and all this negative advice, like why? And I've done a lot of reflecting over the years as to why is it that it's our closest ones that we love and respect, have the harshest opinions and doubts when it comes to supporting you on your new adventure, whatever that is, or maybe they just don't seem all that interested. Why aren't they able to celebrate your success, your fulfillment, like you would technically on paper hope or expect? And it's very simple. It's down to fear. So what is it that they fear? Well, they're fearing change. They're fearing the unknown, that they may even lose you, that they will get left behind, that it may make them look bad. Now, this is because it's unfamiliar to them. If they haven't considered it themselves, they find it hard to step into your shoes. Now, when I say this, it's really important to recognise that during this unconscious for most people, during this process, they don't mean to hurt you. They may not consciously be aware of the pain and inner conflict that they've caused you. And if they did, they're actually believing that they're doing it to protect you. They believe, majority believe that they have your best interests at heart. Now, don't get me wrong, this doesn't get them off the hook. And it certainly doesn't make an excuse for their often painful and slightly mind-blowing words and behaviours. But this can, however, shed a little light on why some people just act how they do. So change as much as it is a constant in life, we're just not a fan of it as humans. We are creatures of habit. And when people are faced with change that they can't control, well, they will try to do all that they can to unarm the situations and just kind of bring things back into order, things back to normal. So when they say to you, oh, you want to be careful doing that, they're unconsciously trying to keep you in a place of safety. They're also trying to keep things familiar for them. 
if all of a sudden you want to start doing this big business venture and well, what if all of a sudden you go and make a whole ton of new friends? What if these new friends are really wealthy and have all of this success behind them and then it makes me look really bad and I'm just this friend on the sideline that was once there and now I'm a thing of the past. Like unconsciously their mind can just go racing down this rabbit hole of abandonment, fear for them, fear for you, fear of the unknown. And really, they're coming from a good place. So the first thing that I'm going to recommend, if you ever experience this now, in the past or in the future, is come from a place of compassion. Now, if you are met with silent treatment or the doom and gloom words, have compassion that this may just be a trigger for them. It may actually be that this is something that they've always dreamed of doing. They've always wanted to start their own thing. Maybe they don't like their job. And just the thought of you fulfilling your dreams and desires actually makes them feel bad about themselves. Now, like I said, we're not going to, this isn't to let them off the hook or anything, but it's compassion helps to neutralize this. It helps you to understand that maybe they've got their own things going on when they hear this. And it's the same when it comes to weight loss, weight management. If all of a sudden you're on this health kick, you're feeling good, you might be training yourself to these new clothes and getting pictures that you feel more confident and they don't intend on making any changes themselves, again, that can be triggering for them. Maybe they have tried to go down this kind of path themselves and they found themselves yo-yoing and they fear that if you go running ahead, that they're going to feel bad about themselves. And when it comes to family, you've got to remember that they've known you from, for most, they've known you from when you were younger. So they know that maybe you've tried a few things before and you lost interest. I know for me, I was at gymnastics, then I was trying this, then I wanted to be in a stage school, then I wanted to be this. So for me, my parents pretty much were like, oh God, here we go. Here's another thing. She's a dreamer. Let's just, let's just wait and see till this one fizzles out. But you know, don't you, that when you get that inner knowing, when that fire is lit, when you get that vision that feels like a lightning bolt, there's there's no stopping you it and you, it's hard to articulate no this this is right this is for me okay well it's all right we'll see we'll see where you are in a year's time no and it can get you like but you're not hearing and here's the thing you don't want to start in a slanging match you don't want to start trying to prove you watch this is something i hear a lot and i actually try to kind of steer people away from is that you watch that old teacher that told me I couldn't do this, I'm gonna prove them wrong. That parent that told me I'll never equate to anything, they're just, they wait and see. Now, don't get me wrong, if that fires you up, fun, flippantastic, run with that energy. But we don't wanna be creating and co-creating with the universe from a place of fear, from a place of anger, from a place of I'll show you because when you're coming with that energy and that intention, and let's be honest, you're not operating from your higher self. You're not, you're not operating from your truest self of trusting, of in the divine time, of really leaning into other people don't have to be able to see what I do. 
I know this for myself and I'm sure as hell gonna go make this happen. You see the difference in that energy there. So if you do find yourself in this kind of situation where a friend, a colleague or a loved one just isn't on board with what you're doing, my advice would be, one, share with them what you feel you must, no more, no less. In fact, refrain if you can. Telling them every detail of the highs and the lows, especially in the beginning whilst you're finding your feet, they're gonna probably try to talk you out of it if you're running to them every other day or every other week saying, oh, this is really hard or this didn't work properly or I've fallen off the bandwagon. Ah, oh, see, I knew this. You don't need any of that influence. So really just share with them what you feel you must and what you feel comfortable. Because let's be honest, they can't see what you can see. They do not, no matter how well they know you, they simply do not know your true potential. Number two, take their words of advice with like, let's say a pinch or a cup of salt. <laughs> Don't take what they say to heart because when it comes to this, when it comes to judgment, when it comes to fear, this isn't about you. And I'm gonna say that again so the people at the back can hear. This isn't about you, this is about them. This is a reflection of their inner world, their insecurities, their what ifs. With a douse, with a sprinkle of love, of course they want the best for you, of course they do. But if they fear that it's gonna impact them, you just don't wanna take what they say to heart. Three. Don't look to others for validation, as you might not receive what you were hoping for. Choose to be your own source of validation. Follow your inner guidance system, that intuition, that inner tutor, your higher self, your spirit guide, your spirit team. Call on what you know has activated that fire within you. Number four, model the experts. So, who can you look to who's maybe done similar to you? What kind of, I mean, look, we've got YouTube, we've got podcasts, we've got books. So many, on my journey, so many of my greatest influences and mentors, either I've never had the privilege of meeting in person, never mind speaking to them on phone or a WhatsApp memo, and some aren't even with us anymore. Some have passed over, but their legacy lives on in the words of wisdom that they have shared. So we have, we live in such a blessed time, don't we, where you have access to streams of knowledge of wisdom of experts and professionals and people that have done what you're doing and have been where you're going. So model them, reach out to them if you can and learn and bask in that kind of energy. Number five, find or create, key one there, a circle of like-minded, like-hearted friends or join a support network. There's so many people out there just like yourself who really crave sharing ideas, inspiration, their wins, their lessons with like-minded people like yourself. So for me, I know I felt like a bit of a lone wolf at times. I was sat, I worked from home, I, I, I would be up till God knows what hours in the early days. I really craved like a network of people. And I just couldn't find one that incorporated like mindset and spirituality. And there's just this level of down to earthness. Like I, I drop F-bombs, you'll no doubt know this or get to know this. I, I, I'm a realist, but I also am the kind of person that believes in utter magic. So 
and I struggled to find my place where I fit in in that entrepreneurial space. So I created the the Warrior Academy, which is the coaching membership that I run. And lo and behold, it attracts such like-minded, like-hearted people to it. And that's where we share our inspirations, our wins. And I'm blessed to be able to guide a lot of that. But the network that we have in there where people get to, to lean on each other and share, it's just, it's priceless. And something to really remember is to let your success and your happiness and your path, the ups, the downs, be a beacon of light for others just as a lighthouse does. Shine your light and be damn proud of it. And just remember that a lighthouse doesn't just light its way when boats are on their way. The boats know that that lighthouse is there and the, and the boats are guided. They They see that light, they trust that light. And what I mean by this is your own journey can empower and support others. And like I said, you don't have to go down that rabbit hole of, I'll show you, just do you. Just do you. Go under the radar if needs be. Do what you know you're here to do. Do it to your greatest potential. Enjoy the process. Have fun. Share your highs and lows with those that you trust. And For anyone who maybe hasn't been the cheerleader that you really hoped for, we want to just have that love, have that compassion. And should they be able to stand by your side and come on this journey with you, despite them maybe being in their same place, who's to say that they're not going to be inspired by you? Who's to say that your light isn't going to activate a light within them? And if it does, fantastic. If it doesn't, that's okay. Like, that's okay. I have circles of friends who we can go out for dinner and have the best night, the best night. And there's only one out of them that might turn around and say, how's that podcast coming along? How was that event? I saw you at at an event. And sometimes we don't don't get that. I don't go home and sulk about it. It's natural for me. I'll always say, how's work going? How's things? And we do that. How's work? How's the kids? How's this? And we talk about that stuff, but sometimes it just it just isn't in their radar. It's a different world for some. That's okay. There's no, they're doing this and you're doing that. They're better than you. You're better than them. There's none of that. It's knowing, almost like, get really comfortable with who you're going to celebrate this with and learn to lean and open up to the people that you trust. Have your best interests at heart and enjoy the journey. Like those, my my girls that I might go out for a meal with and we have the best time, they're like my best friends. And I would love to be able to one day off the back of what I'm doing, be able to say, girls, come on, we're hopping on a plane. They, they don't have to be the biggest cheerleaders on that journey. Amazing if they are. But I'd love to be able to one day be able to share the rewards of that. I'd never be bitter about, well, you didn't like my posts back in 2000. there's there's so much more there's the bigger reason behind why you do what you do keep that in your mind keep that in your heart so on that keep shining your light and I can't wait to catch you on the next episode if you've enjoyed listening to this podcast I would be so grateful if you could share this with a friend who you just know would love it too And if you haven't already, don't forget to subscribe so you'll be the first to know when next week's drops. Sending you all the love and light.